SAFM Sports Wrap. Just go on 6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to the Thursday edition of SFM Sports Wrap. This is the PSL radio show, Sego Njalo. I'm Dwayne DeLocker. Tonight we've got an intriguing show that uh, brings together a couple of uh, people who clashed on Tuesday in Nedbank Cup time. Michael Morton of Supersport United, man of the match in the uh, game, will chat to us tonight ahead of Supersport United's upcoming fixture against Chippy United as well. And with Sean Bartlett's uh, University of Pretoria going head-to-head with Maritzburg United and what is the uh, real clash of the weekend uh, on Saturday, the uh, match between Maritzburg and University of Pretoria, the bottom two in the absolute premiership, is going to be all intriguing. We'll catch up with Sean Bartlett of uh, Amatux. We'll also get a profile on Fistin Abdul Razak, the Burundian international striker currently at Celtic. But man, did you watch the par three contest at Augusta? Oh, Gary Player, hole in one, his fourth, would you believe it or not? At the uh, par three contest, it's remarkable. He's over 30 holes in one in his career. That's just that's just phenomenal. The more I practice, the luckier I get. So he said. But I I I have to change tack though. Talk a little bit about football though. I don't know if you saw the story about Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Um, it's still undecided whether or not he's going to uh, play football when his uh, contract with Paris Saint-Germain ret- uh, expires in a few months' time. Uh, many clubs want his signature. Don't know if he's going to extend. But the the reaction I loved most to to, to the response by Ibrahimovic. Uh, Ibrahimovic's question of retiring effectively is, is by his agent saying if Ibrahimovic retires at 34 it would be a crime against sporting humanity so, talk about stretching it just a little bit uh, in terms of retirements it's sad that uh, biggest news uh, today in South African football is the forced retirement of Sebonga Sangweni I mean he's an injury ravaged to Sangweni and he's currently recovering from meniscus tears so sad to see that uh, he's been forced to retire owing to this persistent injury Pirates making the announcement this morning but Phenomenal career, Bafana Bafana 20 times, at, uh, Golden Arrows was remarkable his time there, led them to the 2009 uh, MTN8, that 6-0 victory of Ajax Cape Town, brilliant it was, and then went on to win every trophy domestically with Orlando Pirates, but really, really, when Bafana Bafana were down and out, he was there and came up to the fore, oh, I love that about uh, when he's so reliable, uh, pity that he was so often injured, remember the 2013 Africa Cup of Nations, yeah, when South Africa needed goals? Defender, scored two goals in two games, took South Africa to the, the uh, knockout stages of the competition. And for that, we say, Siabonga Sangweni. Getting to your sports news, though, with some golf. And uh, Jordan Spieth is uh, holding the early lead on three under par through eight during the first round of the uh, U.S. Masters at Augusta National Golf Club. I can tell you, South Africa stays in, uh, looking pretty good through eight. It's been consistent, but only one under uh, through nine, beg your pardon. Uh, for South Africa, though, we have a host of afternoon tee-off times, though, while Trevor Mon has teed off his four-over par. There's a host of uh, afternoon tee-off times, including Charles Schwarzel, uh, who's looking for uh, another green jacket, and Brandon Grace, who's been looking good overall. Football news, Mamelodi Sundowns sweating over the fitness of Tekobodi, Semukulodi Ngele and Anthony Lafour ahead of their CAF Champions League clash with AS Vita in Kinshasa on Sunday. Marisa has a bruised shin, while uh, Ngele and Lafour both sustained knocks on international duty. Meanwhile, Nedbank Cup quarter-final draw takes place at 7.30 tonight. Five former champions are still in the field. Pirates, Sundowns, Bidvestvitz, Supersport United and Black Aces, who won the title as Whitbank Aces in 1993, will all be confident in lifting the trophy. But the former champions won't underestimate Free State stars Pulaguani City or National First Division leaders Barocca, the only club outside the top flight remaining in the tournament. 
Further afield, tonight's Europa League quarter-final fixtures all kicking off at five past nine. Sporting Braga host uh, Shakhtar Donetsk, uh, Sevilla visit Athletic Bilbao, Villarreal take on Sparta Prague, while Liverpool manager Jürgen Klopp returns to Germany to face his former club Borussia Dortmund. Meanwhile, Argentina remain top in the uh, or are top of the latest FIFA World Rankings as they jump ahead of Belgium, who enjoyed a five-month stint atop uh, the standings. Uh, Chile, Colombia, and Germany round out the top five. Bafana Bafana, 70th uh, overall in the World Rankings, 15th in Africa. Africa, Algeria room are uh, the new African number ones uh, displacing Cape Verde. Rugby News 2016 Curry Cup begins tonight. Greek was hosting the Griffins in Kimberley at uh, 7 o'clock. Meanwhile, 7th round of Super Rugby gets underway at 9.35 tomorrow morning as Chiefs host the Blues in Waikato. Forced to then play the Crusaders in Perth at 1 o'clock and then the Stormers and Sunwolves meet in Cape Town at 7. And then uh, Blitzbox will play England at 10 to 3 tomorrow afternoon as they begin their campaign uh, at the three-day Hong Kong 7 series. Neil Powell's side in Group there, Pool B. They play Russia and Scotland as well on Saturday morning. That's your sports news. It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. It's FM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk about Supersport United. They edged uh, University of Pretoria 4-2 on penalties after a cr- quite thrilling 3-0 draw in the Nedbank Cup uh, last 16 clash on Tuesday night. We've got the man of the match, Michael Morton, on the line. Michael, thanks for joining us and congratulations on the win and, uh, and indeed the award. But gee, what a nervous match, no doubt. Yeah, sure. The only thing is the recovery from, from <laughs> that game. Uh, yeah, I was probably cup uh, Yeah, went down to the wire and we pretty much Come out, uh, come out of that one alive. I think. Well, what do you take out of a match like that? Uh, what's difficult actually? Looking back at the game, I think Cups is probably the better team over 120 minutes. Um, but we just showed a lot of character to come back. Um, struggled through extra time because obviously we're chasing the game for majority of the game being done. Three-one at a stage, so yeah, we just pretty much character and, and a bit of fighting spirit that carried us through. I suppose. Well, character and fighting spirit are two uh, aspects that have defined your footballing career, certainly in your time in South Africa, going back to your, your PSL debut at Bidvest Vitz and, of course, throughout Maritzburg and, indeed, Supersport. But you're collecting Man of the Match awards at the moment. What's, what's got you so invigorated lately? Uh, I don't think I can look too far past uh, Stuart coming in. Um, he's obviously given me a new lease of life. I didn't play too much under Gordon. Um, and as soon as Stuart's come in, sort of, changed the way we play and uh, obviously found a role for me and uh, just sort of changed my whole perspective of, uh, of how things were going and uh, yeah, it's just uh, good to be back playing and obviously showing on the field as well. Do you find it helps though as well playing alongside somebody who's captained the national team like uh, like Dean Furman? Is he constantly giving you advice? Is he helping you along the way? Uh, well, it's funny. I mean, sure it's got the relationship brain from the point of view that uh, he's seen something in me that probably didn't even see in myself that he likes me to get forward and use sort of the, the lungs I've got to, to get up and down and mm-hmm. so it's the fact that we've got teams sitting behind me and doing more of the, the defensive work um, and sitting while I sort of venture forward every now and again obviously that relationship seems to be working for now yeah, well, uh, you're venturing forward. You found, uh, you've managed to find a goal. I think that brings your entire career tally to about three goals, is it, Michael? Uh, don't get to yourself there. It's just two, actually. Two, there. <laughs> um, 
yeah, that was my first one from open play, actually. Mm. So a lot of my friends were giving me a lot of stick about the fact that I actually hadn't scored a proper goal. They said that the penalty didn't count. <laughs> so I've been taking me a few years to actually get that, that, that goal from open play. So pretty tough to that one. Of course, it was a friend you scored in recently. That's right, that's right. Before I, before I get ahead yeah. of myself. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, look, let's talk about the Nedbank Cup. I mean, obviously, you, you as SuperSport United have won titles before, but uh, you know things have been very inconsistent this season. Is Nedbank Cup title a real opportunity though for you to salvage a, a fairly average league campaign? Though, yeah, I mean, we actually in a quite a predicament from the point of view that we can't just focus on the cup because we're fighting for the top eight as well. Uh, we can't afford not to be in the top eight. I don't think in SuperSport's existence they've finished up out of the top eight. So. We we got to make sure we do well in, in the league as well as now this cup run as well. It's kind of at a, at a good time, so we've we've got to finish this season pretty strong just to salvage a, a decent season for the club. Looking ahead, though, uh, you got uh, a very erratic Chipper United on on Sunday. Well, what are you expecting from uh, Dan Dan Smalasella's team? Um, sure. it's hard to know what to expect. I mean, they they one we they just sort of. Win or, win or lose, they don't seem to draw too many. Mm. Um, it seems that they're sort of all out and you never really know what you're going to get. Um, so, yeah, obviously we're going in expecting them to be amazing and uh, we'll have to, have to match that and then see what happens. Let's talk a little bit about Stuart Baxter. I mean, you, you, you admitted that uh, your reinvigoration, so, so to speak, is, is partly due to Stuart Baxter's arrival, but uh, how, how are the players feeling overall? Do you think that the squad morale has been boosted generally? Uh, yeah, I mean, often with a, with a new, when a new coach comes in, you get those first few couple of results that you need sort of attribute to, to the new coach factor. But I think Stuart brings a lot more than that. It's actually substance to everything he brings I and mean, think we're learning a lot every single day I think he's obviously got a way that he wants us to play and it's not going to be learned overnight but every single training session you can just see he's trying to impart a little bit more of his uh, philosophy and the way he wants to play so I think more than just uh, motivating and stuff he's actually got us playing in a, in a more controlled way in a more organised fashion so that seems to be helping the guys enjoy having a bit of direction as well Nobody ever doubts your commitment, certainly, to, to any club that you play with. But um, as a former captain of Maritzburg United, do you feel really for, for where the side is right now? Yeah, sure, man. I'm actually looking forward to this game on the weekend. I think it's a massive one that sucks Maritzburg. Um, just look at the, the, the side and, and the way they started and, and the squad they have. And just, I just can't imagine that they, they even die in the mix there. They, they've got a good, good side and they've been playing good football. I just think that letting results get away from them and everything definitely a club that I don't think deserves to go down um, so uh, I'm hoping that they, they put off three points this weekend and uh, get themselves out of that relegation zone i got to ask you on a separate note I mean I know you're a big Liverpool fan uh, what are you expecting from your side against Borussia Dortmund tonight? <laughs> Not as hopeful as I am <laughs> at the moment I mean I don't know we are Liverpool it's pretty unpredictable uh, at the moment. So I think it's going to be a nice game to watch. I think the card, the card atmosphere, and everything will be amazing. Looking so forward to that, but I'm not going to make any predictions for the results, especially away from home. Uh, if we can get get away unscathed there with a draw, away goal, I think done pretty well.
Okay, okay. So, uh, escape with an away goal. I never like to talk them up. I never like to talk Liverpool up too much because they always seem to backfire. So I just like to take the, the muted approach. Oh, don't say that. My producer's listening. Siobhan is a big Liverpool fan. But, uh, Michael, listen, uh, back with the PSL. i gotta, I got to say, uh, your match against Chipper United is all the more important because uh, if, you, if you do manage to beat them, of course, you will leapfrog them into sixth position. Depending on other results, you could be as high as sixth overall. But, listen, you've been uh, playing some superb football at the start of 2016. I wish you everything of the best. And certainly as you try to close out both the Nedbank Cup and uh, a league campaign. Great. Thanks a lot, man. Hopefully we finish off strong and we get a bit of a cup run going and top eight finish it. So let's hope for that. Dwayne DeLocker on SAFM. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader now from uh, Michael Morton, who turned in uh, uh, eventually uh, a man of that performance, uh, Supersport against University of Pretoria in the Nedbank Cup last 16 clash. Let's uh, talk now to a man who's coaching University of Pretoria ahead of their all-important league clash against Maritzburg United this coming weekend. Uh, Sean Barnett's on the line. Sean, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Yep, it's always great to be uh, on your show. Uh, thanks for the privilege. Uh, Sean, I've got to ask you about the match coming up before I go back to Tuesday's match for a moment, but how big is this match against Maritzburg United? Well, my first statement after the game on Tuesday was our cup final starts on Saturday, and I don't think it gets any bigger, obviously, with direct competition as far as survival is concerned. Playing the team that's below us, I think it's a massive game, and uh, I've said it to the players as well, I think uh, whoever wins that game have a better chance of survival um, come this season. Yeah, certainly. If, uh, you get the feeling that this is a match that may go a long way in deciding who can save themselves from uh, relegation. But looking back to Tuesday's last 16 Nedbank Cup tie, though, scoring three goals in a game against a tough opponent must be an enormous positive going into the match. Well, I think that's part of the reason um, I played that team, uh, to give, boost the confidence and morale in, in the squad. And we also knew before the game, we've never scored a goal or even get a point uh, or a win against uh, Supersport United. So... Like you've indicated, getting three goals for us was a massive boost. Um, obviously disappointing not going through to the next round, but I think the performance on the night and the attitude from the players gave me enough encouragement uh, for the remaining seven games of the season. Yeah, I suppose uh, there were enormous positives to take out of the match, and even Michael Morton on the show a short while ago was saying Tux dominated the, the match when I look back at that game. But, you know, you're 3-1 up in the second half, and you get taken to penalties to lose out in the shootout. How, how bitter a pull is that to swallow? Yeah, I think uh, when it comes to penalties, always a lottery. But um, end of the day was we just uh, weren't uh, concentrated enough in the last 15 minutes to to hold on and, and secure the win. Um, I think that obviously is it's a minor negative on the game itself. Uh, but other aspects of the game, I was totally uh, happy with. You know, the fact that extra time, um, I think we totally outran them. They were falling and cramping, and my players showed that they still had the fitness to go and uh, sprint forward and counter attack. So. There's a lot of things uh, that I'm going to take into, the, like I said, the last seven games and make sure we can bring the best out of our players uh, in order to get results. Sean, you've also been giving some uh, relatively inexperienced players an opportunity in your, in your starting 11s. I mean, on the whole, have, they, have the youngsters taken their chance? It's probably part of the experience I picked up um, last season with Golden Arrows. Um, it was a very young team, yet uh, this team that was prepared to work for each other. And that hunger for success. And I think sometimes you need to refresh the squad a bit, bring in players that uh, want to succeed and want to get to the top and stay at the top. And I've got no fear whatsoever introducing young players um, because they are the type of players that will go out and work for you and, and for the teammates. 
Yeah, I suppose uh, there are a couple of coaches that have already had great success doing exactly the same thing. But uh, back to Saturday's game. Maritzburg have a fairly abysmal home record this season, but uh, University of Pretoria still yet to win away from home, but you were yet to score a goal against uh, Supersport, as you said. You managed to get over obstacles like that since you've arrived. I mean, is this the opportunity to get over the obstacle of uh, winning away from home this season? Well, it's, uh, we've got to take it game by game, and the Marisburg one is definitely the one that we obviously want to get that three points, and like you said, uh, irrespective of their home form, I think when it comes to form, sometimes it's just about uh, statistics, but for us, it's on the day and that desire. We've got to go there and turn up and earn the right to win the game, and not just expect that they're going to turn over. So, Marisburg will come at us guns blazing. That's the type of football they play. we just got to be organized and absorb and, and soak up as much pressure as we can and play our normal game going forward. Okay, let's uh, break it down in terms of uh, remainder of the matches. 21 points left to play for. I know you like to take it game by game, focus game on game, but mm. are you breaking the points down in, in, in any other way over the remaining matches? Yeah, I think if we can get one of our 12 or 14 points, uh, it will be uh, a major boost as far as our survival is concerned. Important, importantly also, the fact that we have uh, three games at home, and we've got to try and, and make sure we secure those uh, games as, as victories, because Home form for me is always important, as not just as far as survival is concerned, but even competing as far as league titles. You've got to win your home games. Let's talk about uh, after the match against uh, Supersport United. Stuart Baxter, uh, in fact, even when he was on this very show a few weeks ago, he praised on you. He was reminiscing about your days uh, when he was selecting you in Mafana Mafana squads. But after Tuesday's match, he came out, he praised you heavily. I mean, how does it feel to hear somebody like Stuart Baxter, a former coach, uh, somebody with vastly more coaching experience, explaining just how professional you are and, and tipping you for great coaching success? Oh, I really appreciate that compliment, um, and it shows that obviously the work that you're doing and the education that you've had, the knowledge you've picked up along the way is not wasted. And um, I just came back to South Africa in order to improve the, the quality of our football, starting with the young players. And now that I've got opportunity, obviously, to coach in the PSL, I want to make sure that I stay there as long as I can, because I think I've got a lot to offer, and uh, the players that I'm working currently with as well, I want to try and educate them as much as possible. Uh, not just to become better players, but better human beings and men for this country. You talk about improving the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the players and making them more wholesome individuals, as it were. But, um, Sean, I go back to some of your senior players. Uh, you know, you've been giving the youngsters a, a chance, and they really have stuck their hands up in, in some accounts. But does that almost suggest, though, that senior players haven't quite been pulling their weight as, uh, as you would have expected? I wouldn't say pulling their weight. Uh, sometimes, uh, like I said as well, um, uh, you need a wake-up call, and uh, there's no automatic selections here as far as the first 11 is concerned. And I think that's sometimes, uh, uh, you know, to the detriment of the club because a few players have become a little bit uh, comfortable in certain situations and positions. And now that the new coach has come in, everybody's on a clean slate and everybody needs to show that they want to work, uh, obviously, on their own and for, for the teammates. And, and that's the only thing that has changed here besides the playing style. It's just the, the mindset and the attitude as far as the training and matches is concerned. Sean, a couple of coaches, including Ernst Bindorp, have come out and said uh, relegation battle is between Maritzburg United, University of Pretoria and Joma Cosmos. But uh, a win, obviously, for, for you on Saturday would see you leapfrog Joma Cosmos uh, into 14th position out of the relegation zone. It's something you managed to do already. You're close enough to be two wins away from you know, real safety, as it were, and bring Pulakwani City back into the race. Yeah. Where do you believe that relegation zone lies at the moment, or the, the, the battle 
I think it can be uh, any of probably five teams. Um, I'll take it further to, like you say, Polakwane and even Celtic uh, for that matter. Um, and the good thing about, uh, I think, the bottom five is the fact that we still got to play uh, all these teams. We still got to play Polakwane, Cosmos, Celtic, uh, and, and uh, make sure we get the results on those games. And uh, Saturday's game, obviously, is the first of many, but um, every game will be important for us. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you exactly there about your close to the season. Do you feel confident play uh, how you're closing the season when you consider the the, the opponents you you take on? I mean, th- th- there must be a sense that our uh, fate is still very much in our own hands here. No problem. Uh, it's all about that, uh, Dwayne, and exactly what you said. We can only control what's in our hands. I I can't control what Cosmos is going to do against this. I can't control what Celtic and and Colquane do again. We've got to make sure we get the points in the bag. The teams that we play. And what happens after that, obviously, we'll have to wait and see. But at the end of the day, I think the confidence in our team at this moment is quite high, and we've got to keep that momentum going uh, for as long as possible. Well, you play all four of the other sides that are in the bottom five of the league in your upcoming matches, but you also have tough encounters against uh, Chiefs and Sundowns the like as well. But, uh, Sean Bartlett, you uh, you certainly have showed a great uh, improvement to the side structurally, technically, and uh, I love that you're giving the youngsters an opportunity as well. Congratulations on a hard-fought match on Tuesday, and best of luck this weekend. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm just trying to do my best. And the players' uh, support and obviously uh, open-mindedness has uh, made, made it a lot easier. For the 2016 municipal elections, the Electoral Commission is required to confirm the correctness of your registration in the voting district in which you live. Visit your voting station on the 9th or the 10th of April to verify or update your address. This will ensure that you are registered in the correct voting district. This message is brought to you by the Electoral Commission, ensuring free and fair elections. <laughs> On Thursday, the 14th of April, Johannesburg audiences will be treated to not one, but two Belvedere International singing competition winners, Pretty Yende and Levi Sikhapan. They'll be singing arias and duets from bel canto masters Bellini, Donizetti and Rossini, accompanied by the Chamber Orchestra of Johannesburg, conducted by myself, Kutuano Masote. Tickets range from 250 to 400 rand at Compute Ticket. Don't miss out on this magical evening on Thursday, the 14th of April, Linda Auditorium at 8 in the evening. SFM will be there to record. PSL Radio Show. From time to time on the PSL Radio Show Signal Job, we profile a player, and uh, one we're focusing on today is relatively new to the Bloemfontein Celtic setup. Fistin Abdul Razak, who penned a loan deal with Celtic during the January transfer window. The Burundian international, though, signed from Logneeders Mamelodi Sundowns. He's only missed one game for Celtic, though, since joining. The 24-year-old has made 22 appearances for his country, though, and scored seven goals. But with recent performances for Celtic proving to be a vital addition for the side, PSL Second journalist Sunula Maruti filed this report. Razak 